It's WrestleMania weekend. If you're like me, you could care less about the card this year. But let me tell you about a way to make it way more fun and profitable for you. WWE's biggest two-night event is this weekend in Tampa, Florida. To celebrate this historic event, DraftKings, an official gaming partner of WWE, is putting you in the center of the action with $50,000 up for grabs this weekend. Each night of WrestleMania will have a $25,000 free-to-play contest. Playing for your share of $50,000 is easy. Just download the DraftKings app, sign up using promo code DURBAND, and enter DraftKings free-to-play WrestleMania pool. Answer questions like, who will make a surprise appearance? And who is walking away victorious? The customers with the most correct answers will get their share of the $50,000 in prizes that's up for grabs throughout the weekend. $50,000. Imagine how many neck and spine surgeries Brother Martin could have with all that money. (laughs) DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to its players since 2012, so they know a thing or two about big paydays. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code Durban to enter the free WrestleMania prediction challenge with $50,000 up for grabs throughout the weekend. So use promo code Durban now and enter two free $25,000 contests each night of WrestleMania only at DraftKings, an official gaming partner of WWE. Terms, conditions, and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Speaking of Mike Durbin, his next episode, which I believe is coming out tomorrow, features Vince He's a Russo. Podcast. Yeah, well, he he put all he put eighty percent of his uh, efforts into, into get my go and the uh, the YouTube and the and the podcast. Do so, that, Conan. You know, yeah, that's very a, talented, such a smashing success, talented video editor. <laughs> But on his audio podcast this week, he has Vince Russo, and they are going to talk about their top five songs of the Bangles. Vince apparently being a what? big Vince was a is a big Bangles fan apparently, so him and Durbin uh, shared some common ground there. Both big fans of the Walk Bangles. Like an Egyptian is one of my favorite. That that chick in the Walk Like an Egyptian video is super freaking hot. Yeah, I think that's their they they bond over their uh, both having that a crush was my, on her. Was a crush her I believe at one time is her name Russo- Hawk or something. Russo and Durbin were both in a Bangles cover band, complete with the the dress and the, you know, the sixty styles hairdo. Yep. Nothing. Durbin would have been on bass.
Welcome to the Mike Durban Show, episode number 62. Thank you so much for listening. First off, I want to thank everyone who gave me such a great response on my last episode with special guest Spencer Chaplin. That episode dropped only two weeks ago, and you know me, I only do one show a month. Well, the reason I'm putting a show out this week is because I'm being forced to against my will. No, I'm only kidding. The head of the Creative Control Network, Joe Feeney, called me a few days ago and asked me if I could release an episode for WrestleMania weekend because he got me another sponsor. So thank you, Joe, for all the hard work you do for my show and for all the shows on the network. I really appreciate it, man. And thanks to my two sponsors for this episode, Blue Chew and DraftKings. Please support them because it really helps me out, too. So Joe told me I had to get an episode finished in just a few days' time, and I have no interviews recorded in the can. So who can I call on to help me out? The man who got me started in podcasting, Mr. Vince Russo. That's right, Vince is back on my show, and we're going to debate the top five songs of one of our favorite bands, The Bangles. We had so much fun doing this segment that we will be doing some more music debates in the very near future. So stay tuned for that. All right, let's check in with Vince Russo. But first, some words for my sponsors. Thank you for listening to The Mike Durban Show. Please follow me on Twitter, at Mike Durban, Instagram, Mike underscore Durban underscore show, and please subscribe to my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Mike Durban. Thank you. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, it's been a hell of a year. Personally, I feel like I've aged 12 years over the last 12 months. And if you're like me, you're feeling your age more than you used to, especially in the bedroom. It's time to snap out of it. Spring is here and it's time to get sprung with Blue Chew. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets help men achieve harder and stronger erections to combat all forms of ED. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. You don't like swallowing pills? No problems here. Blue Chew's Sildenafil and Tadalafil tablets are chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Visit BlueChew.com for more details and safety information. Right now, we've got a special deal for the listeners of the Mike Durban Show. Try BlueChew for free when you use the promo code Durban at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code Durban to receive your first month for free. And I thank BlueChew for sponsoring this podcast.
I, what are the odds that we got the same five, man? Definitely not. I got some obscure shit. You got Did deep you? cuts. Yeah. Well, I, I told you I have. Um, I got Susanna Hoff solo material on here. Yeah, okay. I, I, I don't have deep cuts. I got the okay. basics. Good. So when did you first discover the Bengals? Wow, I guess with, um, I guess like everybody else. Well, Manic Monday was the first single. I guess, uh, I guess like everybody else when that song first came out and hearing it on the radio. And I'll, always, bro, you know me. You know I'm a big mark for female rockers. Yeah. So anytime it's a, anytime it was female rock and roll, um, I was always into it. So probably, bro, the first time like everybody else because uh, that Manic Monday came on the radio. Did you hear them on the radio first, or were you yeah. a, a yeah. big MTV watcher back then? Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, probably more MTV than the radio. One of the two, but definitely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a couple of years ago, you posted a picture of you with Susanna Hoffs. Right. That was a video software dealers convention, probably back around 1990, 1991. She was promoting the All Nighter. The All Nighter just came out on video. And uh, she was at that convention, so I got to, you know, just kind of do a quick meet at that convention. Yeah, she's real tiny, right? Tiny, bro, yeah. really tiny. Very, very small. Very, very petite. Petite is the word. I want you to keep that word in yeah. mind. Very petite, bro. Because very the, petite. The word petite is going to come up on my list. Okay. Nice. Okay? You know, I was a kid when I first discovered them, so I don't remember it that clearly, but back... Maybe around 85, 86, I got my own boom box for Christmas. Ah, I think it was yeah, for Christmas 85. Box. Yes. And that's when I really discovered like what the radio was and that you could, you know, listen to songs and, and you know, go up and down the dial and stuff. And I probably listened to a lot of uh, Top 40 back then. Yeah. Pop radio. Uh, and I remember hearing Walk Like an Egyptian. Yeah. That's, you know, that's like a, it's like a gimmick song, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's funny and everything. Yeah. Uh, so that, that stood out to me. And at some point my mom took us to, it was called record city and it was, you know, records and cassette tapes back then. And that's the first time I realized that you could purchase music and you could have it for yourself, you know, cause I never had that's that pretty before. cool. Isn't it? How, so how old were you, Mike? I was, I mean, I was probably seven or eight, wow, that's you know, cool. I, I would like to think it would be earlier. You know, I had Thriller, but we had Thriller on a, on a copy on a cassette, you know, like somebody copied it for us. And that's, that's really all I had when I was a kid. Yeah. But yeah. I think A Different Light was my first cassette that I ever owned. Wow. Really? Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And then, um, you know, Walk Like an Egyptian was, was awesome. Uh, but when I heard Manic Monday... I love that song, and that eventually became a single too. Uh, and then I think it's I think in '87 we got MTV, and then I started seeing all the videos. And mm -hmm. dude, their videos were so good. Yeah, 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 they were so good. And um, you know, bro, you know what was really cool? They had different personalities in that band. You know, they had the sisters, yeah, um, Vicky and Debbie Peterson, and then Michael, Michael Steele. She had a real edge to her. You know, she had a little bit of an edge. You could tell she was more of a rocker. And yeah. then you had, you know, Petite, uh, Susanna Hoffs in front, very sexy. And, bro, playing playing with you with her eyes, like she knew exactly oh what she... Oh, exactly, bro. Who did, who did that better than Susanna Hoffs, bro? There's one part in the Walk Like an Egyptian video know, where her that. eyes go to the side. Walk like an Egyptian. Walk like an Egyptian. 
Yes, I know exactly. Dude, that even as a little kid, man, that yes. I was like, oh my god, what is this? You know, yes. what is this feeling? You know. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool too. In uh, Walk Like an Egyptian, they all had a part. I always thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, but that song's racist now. You know, we can't, we can't enjoy oh, that anymore. <laughs> bro, come on, man. <laughs> come on. But you know what, though, bro? It was like I was. Honestly, Walk Like an Egyptian didn't even make my top five. It was a very, very gimmicky song. It was a very catchy song everybody could uh, sing along to, and they did the nerdy little dance that everybody could do. But yeah. but that that song like never grabbed me, bro. That was not one of their songs that really grabbed me. Did you ever get to see them live? Nah, bro. B- believe it or not, no. No, yeah. they. I, I think they still tour. Well, if they, if people tour again, but they were still kind of touring. The only one, uh, Michael Steele wasn't with them, but it was the sisters Susanna Hoffs and somebody else was with them. Yeah, they've had. Yeah, they've had a bunch of different bass players over the last twenty years. Actually, they had the original bass player, the one before Michael. Right, right. She came back for a few tours and. Um, why? So you got to see them in concert? No, I never did. But they actually had in, they indirectly got me into the first band I ever joined. Now, how'd that happen? So my friends had a band, and uh, I was like the photographer and everything. And I, you know, I was a bass player, but I never really knew how to join a band. I, I never, I didn't get to that level yet. And uh, the bass player they had at the time was was not good at all. And I told my friend, I was like, "Yo, I could I could do way better than that." So he's like, oh, okay. So, um, and he knew, he knew I could play better. So he's like, all right, well, I think we're going to swap him out pretty soon. So the plan was to do it in about a month. Then uh, a week later, they got invited to be on Loyola University's radio station, like the college radio program. The same night, the Bengals were supposed to go in to do an interview because they're playing the House of Blues the next night in Chicago. It was like their first reunion tour that they'd ever done. So I was like, oh, so they're like, oh, we're going to meet the Bengals. We'll be on the, you know, on the same show as them. And I was like, oh, man, I want to join now. Like, let me get in now. I'll play. So I had to learn like 15 to 20 songs in one week, man. Yeah. So I did it. And then uh, we go to do the radio interview and they no showed it. Oh, man, that sucks, bro. Yeah, (laughs) that sucks. So I never got to meet them, but they inspired me to uh learn awesome. yeah to get in the band quicker so yeah that's I, awesome. I thank them for that yeah i wish i would have seen them at some point i never did yeah i never did either bro i just i don't remember them ever touring in my neighborhood or i would have went i just don't remember i don't remember a Bengals concert ever coming around or i would have went yeah i think over the last 20 years they did a lot of like state fairs and yeah, festival kind yeah, of things yep, you know yeah yeah susanna did a lot of solo touring yeah. In between those two. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, dude, in the last year, you know, we can't go to concerts. We're starved. I have a list of, uh, of bands and, and singers that I want to go see as soon as, you know, if everything yeah. goes back to normal. Dude, Susanna Hoff is at the top of my list. Like, I yeah. got to see her. Yeah, man. I would definitely see them in a minute if they came around. Yeah. All right. So let's get into it. Let's get into our top five Susanna Hoffs and Bangles songs. You ready? Yeah. All right, so from the, I think it was 1989 album, Everything, this was a single. It was a great video, kind of a, like a 60s hippie-ish kind of video, psychedelic. Didn't really match the song, but uh, this is one of my favorite songs, In Your Room. This was a great video. Yeah. They're all in white. Yeah. 
was a great song, bro. And Susanna Hoff's vocals in this song is tremendous. Yeah. Great song, bro. Great song, great Beautiful. music video. Very catchy tune. Very Austin Powers-ish. Well, funny you mention Austin Powers. Yeah. Um, she had a song on the one of the soundtracks, like yeah, a gold her, member. Yeah, because her husband uh, directed the movie. Yeah. All right, bro, I go five because five is right, on t- right, right below in your room. Yeah, go ahead. Eternal Flame. Uh, you know, I mean, bro, it's oh. very, very cliche-ish. Bro, I can remember it. I swear to God, it's so funny, Mike, because at the time I had my video stores and we were doing wedding videos for people, going to weddings, shooting videos. Everybody wanted this song on their wedding video. And yeah. we must have heard this song every day at Will the Thrills, bro. Yeah. What, who was making them? Who was making the uh, the videos? Um, the, the Matt Rat, my friend Jimmy. Jimmy Jimmy would go to, go to the weddings, shoot the weddings, and then come back and edit all the stuff. And this song was constantly playing in the back of uh, Will the Thrills. Yeah. Great voice on this song, bro. Yeah, Susanna takes the lead, and then... Uh, you know the other ones do the beautiful background vocals yeah love this song man a beautiful video they're on the beach like just the four girls on the beach you know having fun yeah yeah that would be my number five yeah so this album that both these songs are on this was the this album came out and then they broke up like a year later i think yeah this might have been their last big single yeah 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 Dude, in the video, the fireworks are going off in the background. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. Great, great so song. beautiful. Yeah, great song, bro. This one, you're going to see the video. You probably have not heard this song. All right, so during the pandemic, you know, of course, we all had free time, and I spent a lot of time on YouTube, you know, looking up old stuff and bands that I used to be into. So somehow I went down to Susanna Hoff's rabbit hole, and I didn't know she had so many solo albums come out over the years. She's had full length albums and then EPs also. This was on uh, on an EP. I think it came out in 2012. This song is called Picture Me. And you can see how attractive she still is at yeah, like 55 yeah. or however old she is, man. It's ridiculous, bro. Yeah. So see, the this was shot in Venice, California. I used to work on Venice Beach. So the hotel I worked at was was right around where this was shot. Yeah. This is very very uh, very whimsical a little bit, huh, bro? This I like this it. sounds like it's got a real Sgt. Pepper's vibe to it. Yeah. With yeah. the horns and everything. Oh, I like this, bro. Yeah. I mean, just look at her, man. So did you just discover this song recently? Yeah, this song I discovered last year. And then I started downloading all the albums that I missed, all her solo stuff. I got I got to start looking at some of these videos. Yeah. The thing is, though, most of her stuff is not available on CD or vinyl. It's all it's yeah. like only digital, you know. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that is very Sergeant Peppery, bro, right there. Yeah, totally. Look at her, man. <laughs> God, unbelievable, huh, bro? Yeah. Wow. Nice. I like that song. Yeah. 
What do you got in there for number four? My number four. Man, I, you know, bro, there are three songs I really like better than this one, but this is a great song and this is a absolute staple. And this is a song we all know, but my number four is Manic Monday. Like, give me a little man. This song is like just so chill, you know, Mike? Yeah. Now, Prince wrote this, right, bro? Yes, sir. Everyone should know that. If you don't know that. Did he write it, though, Mike, because he wanted to tap her pretty much? That's what I've read. Yeah, I've read that that it was like his way to, you know. Yeah, are you kidding me, bro? Come on, (laughs) Prince Prince knew what he was doing. Are you kidding me, bro? Yeah. This is such a cool, mellow, chill song, bro, you know? Yeah. You know what it is, Mike? You know what we're missing today? Here's what we're missing today that I really miss. Back in the day that you were talking about, bro, with your boombox and MTV and all that. Yeah. Bro, when you heard somebody's voice, you immediately knew who it was. Yeah. Like, like no one else sings like Susanna Hoffs. You, you know her voice immediately. Today, to me, like everything just runs together, man, you know? Yeah. It's all bullshit. Yeah. Soulless music. Yeah. Yep. So for my number three, you picked this one already, Eternal Flame. Mm. One of my favorite parts of the song was uh, after that kind of middle part, like there wasn't no guitar solo, but it's like the middle part of the song. Yeah. Uh, and it gets it breaks down, it gets real quiet, and then she comes in by herself, and her voice just sounds so delicate, and it's like, it's so fucking perfect, man. Yeah. Right. Oh my god. That's one of the songs. I mean, Mike, that song could bring you to tears. Yeah. You know, that that's that that song has that kind of power, I think. Yeah. So when you hear this, it reminds you of Will the Thrill about the video package. Yeah, yeah. About the video Mike, packages. If people were listening to you and I go on about Susanna House like this, do you think we would be called like uh uh foofy men? No, uh, we're very misogynistic and sexist. I think that's the vibe we're putting. Out. <laughs> you know, you're not supposed to talk about a woman's looks anymore. Too bad, bro. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> what what I remember when I hear this song is roller skating parties when yeah. I was in sixth grade, seventh you grade. You held a hand with yes. the girls during this song. Yes, yeah. there was only like maybe four or five parts of the night, you know, where they yes. put this. They put the sign on the light up sign and say, that, "I don't think even think there was that many, Mike." Uh, but yeah, dude, roller skating, holding yeah. hands, going around to this song. Yeah. It was like that was the dream, you know? Yes. So beautiful song. All right, what do you got in there at number three? Number three, bro. I'm getting to the top three now. If she knew what she wants, bro. Oh my God. Let's play a little of this jam, bro. Yes. Oh, bro, I love this song. Off the, off the bat. I love 
love the way they sing the background vocals here, yeah. you know? It's a call and response. This is very Beatle Beatle esque. Yeah. You know, they didn't write this song though. Who wrote it? Uh I don't know who, but it's it's not like some famous band, but they did not write this song. Yeah. Great song, man. Yeah. these other girls they just got jealous of Susanna you know they wanted to have their songs be the single but come on man it's funny bro same thing happened the Bengals I mean the Go-Go's went through the same exact thing everybody wanted Belinda and the same they went through the same exact thing bro yeah great song but she had the best voice of all the girls she had the best looks so sorry yeah the drummer was a good whistler, though. She was a good whistler. <laughs> Debbie, Debbie Peterson was a good whistler, bro. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, for my number two, I don't know if you've ever heard this song. You Actually, no, you said you have her 1991 yes. album. Yes. I have her, that on vinyl, yes. Yeah, that was her solo debut. She came yes. out with that two years yes. after they broke up. Yes. I can't find it on vinyl anywhere, but I was I able to find it. For my- I was able to find it on cassette on eBay last summer. But the album's called When You're a Boy. Yes. There's a lot of great songs on this album. I don't know, you know, I don't know what happened to her career. Were you monitoring it back then or were you kind of out by that point? I don't re- I bro, I think she maybe took a backseat to her husband, man. He started doing those Austin Powell movies and they were very successful since so she did a couple songs for the uh, soundtrack. I think she stopped making music cuz she wanted to stop making music. Well, no, she didn't meet him until the late 90s. Really? Yeah, 91, she was still young, and uh, yeah. I don't think she was married yet. So, I know she went on, on tour for that album. She opened for Don Henley. Oh, really? Yeah, if you go on YouTube, there's a full-length uh, concert from Miami from 91. Did she play Bengal songs? Yes, she played oh, all the hits. Oh, yeah, she, I got to yeah, check did. that out. Yeah. It's a fan shot you know, from the balcony, but it's still yeah. you can still hear everything pretty good. And this song is on there. This is my favorite song on this album. It's called Wishing on Telstar. Yeah. I don't know if it was a single or not, but I love this song, man. Yeah, it was hard for me to find this uh, album on vinyl, but I finally did. But it, it, it was it was, it was was a bit expensive. Maybe it was like 50 bucks. Yeah. It wasn't as much as that New Order album. Oh, God, no. <laughs> did you ever get that one? Uh, yes, I did. Wow. Very nice. This, it, yeah, it's got great strings and everything. Yeah. So yeah. beautiful song. All right. All right, Mike, my number two. I think this is very underrated. I think it is very under the radar. This is one of the songs where you will really you'll really hear the Bengals rock a little bit more than they normally did. And the funny thing about this is, bro, the first performers I ever heard do this song were Simon and Garfunkel, and I thought it was freaking phenomenal. Then I heard the Bengals cover it, and I was like, holy shit, it blew It blew the Simon and Garfunkel version away. I'm talking about Hazy Shade of Winter, bro. This, this is a very, very, very underrated Bengals song, man. I love this song, man. Starts mellow, and then they get into it right here, bro. 
so good, man. Great harmonizing here, bro. Great. Yeah. This was on the soundtrack for Less Than Zero. Yes. In 1987. Yes, it was. Yeah, yes. 1987. This is such a good song, man. Oh. Another great video, too. Yes. Yeah, great song. Man, what was... Uh, uh, where was it less than zero? Man, was that a disturbing movie or what? I'd never seen it. Oh, my God. I know. I should see it. Right? It's Absolutely. A, if yeah. you can. I'm sure that's banned if you could find it. <laughs> a lot of drug use. Yeah, bro. Crazy movie. Crazy. Very deep. I love this song, man. Let, let's get to her solo part. Hold on. could listen to, 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 to these songs all day, bro. You know? Yep. Listen to this right here. Oh, I love that song. Fucking bro. awesome. All right. This is it, man. This is the whole kit and caboodle for you, bro. Yeah. This is my number one. Uh, this is not a hit. It's not a Bangles hit. It was a song that she had on one of her solo albums. There's yeah. no video of this, there's no live performance. This is a really obscure song. Mm. This is from the EP entitled Some Summer Days. I think it came out about five or six years ago. This is a song called, here's that word again. Petite Chanson. Petite Chanson is the name it, of the song. And this was five or six years ago? Yeah. I just did a melt of it. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> now you're going to hear her lead vocals, and then she's doing all the background vocals by herself, and it's it's beautiful, man. laid-back, chill song. This part's kind of like a minor key, kind of dark-sounding, but when the chorus comes in, it's real... uh, it, It just brings me such joy. I can't explain it. Very nice. Beautiful. Very nice. Beautiful. 
such a delicate, beautiful voice, man. Yeah, Mike, they're gonna use all this on me. Uh, get my girl. <laughs> all right, Mike, my number one. This is the greatest Bangles or yes. Susanna Hoff song, according to Vince Russo. And I couldn't really sell it before, Mike, because it was like your freaking number five. My favorite Bengal song of all time is In Your Room. I love it, bro. I love it. This is my it, it still gets me from from the from the intro to this song. I am immediately into it, bro. And I'm I'm shocked it was so far down your list. Yeah. Right there, bro. Come on, man. She's got such a distinct voice. It's yeah. so fucking original, man. Yeah. Nobody sounds like her ever. Like we, we sound like two for <laughs> I love when they go when they transition right here. Yeah. It's so heavy here. Love that song. That's it, Mike. That's my favorite Bengals song of all time. All right, Mike, I got to get ready to go do this freaking watch along now for the next three hours. Well, you know, I have one more thing. I want to jog your memory. Yeah. All right. So this is from December. Ready? Yes. Mike, we got to, we got to, listen, I'm trying to clean up my schedule uh, for 2021 so I could start doing like other things and things I really want to do. We got to, we got to do a, an album thing again, bro. Let's do it. Well, he, you know what my biggest problem was with that show, Mike? Honestly, no, we recorded it at a bad time. Sunday mornings? Sunday morning, bro. Cause it's like that, that's, that's like a white oh, listen, thing. I know, you know what I mean? Say, cut it off, bro. Ocho, Ocho. <laughs> I don't know how somehow sucking me into this Sunday night show, bro. This show was supposed to be like a one time only. And then the next thing I know, I'm suckered in to doing this show with Ocho every Sunday. However, Mike, to be fair to me, we don't do it every week anymore. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, I don't because I can't, bro. I just I, I I just I need some time and I can't. I haven't done a show with Ocho in about three weeks. We are going to do one this Sunday, though, because we haven't done one in so long. But, you know, even I, I stopped doing that every week, bro. This and Sunday we, is WrestleMania. You're going to do a show. Oh God, Come on. Yes, because, yes, I am. And uh, and you know what, bro? If I'm doing shows with Ocho every, you know, two or three weeks like that, if I spread them out, we could do more shows like this. We just got to spread them out, bro. Yeah, because listen to what you say here. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I'm trying to clean stuff up now, bro, so I could do more things that I want to do. So you're open to doing that again. I'll, yeah, whatever you want to do. I'm, I want to do it again because I love talking about music, bro. And I I, I enjoyed the show. It was a great show. But that's the Sunday morning screwed me up, man. Like, let, let's do that again. I'm really trying to clean up my schedule now to give me more time to do more of the things that I want right, to do. Listen, and I enjoyed the show. I enjoyed doing with you. But I, I right tried. To, you ready? Let's make a day right now. You got me hold on, on air. Hold on. Hold this, on. Is, this is April, right? Yeah. This is April 5th. Yep. In May. Let's come back in May. Okay. Okay. We just did bangles. Yep. In May, we're going to do top five go-go's. 
we don't have to do top five. We can do it like we used to with the, we pick an album and you do the yeah, whole but album. I like, I like doing that, what we just did. Let, 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 let's just do that because there were a lot of similarities to the Go-Go's and the Bengals. I, I, I love both groups, but I got to say I was probably more of a Go-Go's guy. Yeah. So let's do that. Let's let's right now say we're going to come back in 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 uh, May and we're going to do the uh, we'll do the Go Go's top five. Venom vinyl. Yes. Yes. And we'll, and we'll promote Venom vinyl, the eBay store. Where can we find that? We could go to uh, eBay Venom vinyl right there, bro. And listen, Mike, I can tell you, I did the Go Go's. I did see in concert. Belinda Carlisle, I saw solo in concert. So yeah. I had a little bit more of a following with the Go Go's. As you know, I've had DM conversations with Kathy Valentine. I did almost not know that. had her on the show, bro. Sh- bro, this is this is what a this is how hard I am. She was all ready to come on the show. She didn't want to do video. I'm like, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I'm not going to do the show with you if I can't do video. So yeah. we never did the show, but I'm going to hit her up again. Why don't you just have audio? Then you could have put it on the audio feed. Yeah, but I, nothing, I, bro. That kills my gimmick. But it's better than nothing. Yeah, I know. But I, 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 I got to get on her again and see if I can get her to do video. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's do it. But yeah, bro, let, let, let's do that. And then we'll continue it from there. All right. Well, I want to thank you for coming back on the Mike Durban show. Uh, you know, you don't need to give your plugs because everyone that listens to my show, I'm sure they listen to your show. But we'll say yeah. anyway, Russo's brand dot com, Patreon dot com slash Russo TWC. Right. Yes. Two different menus. Yes. Two different menus. Potpourri, bro. Potpourri. Uh, the word is potpourri. Mike, do you like Greta uh, Van Fleet? I did in the beginning, but, uh, you know, got old really quick. I we saw them live. I saw them at a street. Oh, festival. wow. We yeah. can do this, too, bro. They got a new album coming out April 16th. OK, we can do that when that because I'm definitely going to get that new album. We could sit down and listen to that. Yeah, we'll listen to that. We'll do that. Uh, but the word is potpourri. OK, potpourri. Potpourri, bro. All right. Mike Durbin, everybody. <laughs> Mike Durbin, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's the show, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I want to thank my very special guest, Mr. Vince Russo, for returning to the show. Follow Vince on Twitter at TheVinceRusso. Subscribe to his Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Live, And buy some albums from his eBay store. He's got a lot up there for sale. He needs to get rid of them, so buy some. All right, everyone. Bye for now.